I want to talk to you guys today about perseverance. Perseverance, the ability to hang in there when things get tough. And they're going to put up some pictures. Here's what I want you to know at the outset. Everyone has a role to play in God's big story. Everyone has a role to play in God's big story. You and I have a role. And in the Bible, even though there are 66 different books, it's one big story. And whose story is it? God's story. You and I play supporting cast roles. We are not the main character in God's story. God is the main character of God's story. And I'm figuring if I don't tie this shoe, I'm going to go Tripsville. You will find in this big story, God's big story in these 66 books, you will find people who refuse to give up. And that's what we call perseverance. In the Bible, in the book of Hebrews, there is a letter uh, written to a group of Christians in Jerusalem. And I've been reading this in my devotional time. And I want to tell you about the book of Hebrews. It, it is written to Jewish Christians living in Jerusalem. And the Romans haven't yet showed up to lay siege to the city and, and destroy it, which they will do a few years after this letter is written. And the people who are Jesus followers in Jerusalem at this time are arrested. Their property is taken. They're beaten up. Let me ask you a question. Does that sound tough to you? Yes, it sounds tough. And so the writer of Hebrews sends this letter and he says this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. He's giving a picture and he's saying, you know what, gang? Life is like a race. Life is like a race. And not just any race. Life is like a marathon, a long race. And you want to finish well in this race. And he says, you know what? There's good news because there's all kinds of people who have finished well ahead of you. People from, that we read about in the Bible, people like Moses, whom God called and he said, I can't even speak. I don't want to. Think of some of the things that are on your cap. Moses had the same things on his cap, only God used him and worked through him. And did the, it, did the Israelites get out of Egypt? Did the Israelites get out of Egypt? Yes, of course they did. There are people like Esther who was scared to death to speak up, but if she didn't say anything, all of her people were gonna be killed. And so even though she, on her shower cap, she would have had things like, I don't think I can do this. The king will kill me. I don't, you know, oh, I'm scared. But she gulped and she trusted God. And did, were the Jewish people spared? Yes, they were. And we have all these people in the Bible that we read about who ran the race and finished the race well. The other thing in that cloud of witnesses, this is the max interpretation of this, is that the people that you knew who followed Jesus and who have died and gone to be with him, they're cheering you on too. This is a picture of my dad. And I firmly believe he's cheering me on. There are other people, my grandmother, Dr. Hawthorne, my Greek professor who told me, you can do this, Max, you can learn Greek. And I did, and I can still read John today. And it's amazing. John's really easy Greek, by the way. Okay, <laughs> You know, I, I couldn't read Hebrews. <laughs> but... They're cheering you on too, and they want you to finish well. 
too, all right? And so he's making that point in these passages, but he goes on and he says this, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and now he's seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. In other words, when we look to Jesus, Jesus endured all kinds of hard things, and he endured crucifixion and death, and yet, in doing so, he defeated death. And that can give us confidence that looking to Jesus and trusting him is worthwhile. Jesus made a promise right before he went back to heaven. He said, I will be with you always. When God makes a promise, gang, can you count on it? Yes, you can count on it. All right, and Jillian and Dre, I'm gonna ask you to come back up. They've got several scriptures. We'll have Jill go first. We'll have Jill go first. I, when life gets hard, I want you to remember that God is with you. Come on up here, Jill. Jill's gonna read Isaiah 41.10. Uh, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You got this? We'll see. <laughs> All right. This is real stuff. Yeah. All right. Andrea's got our next passage, which is 1 Peter 5, 7. The irony of me getting this one. Oh I know. I know. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. He does. He cares about you. He does. <laughs> Philippians 4, 13. Jillian. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. That's right. And then last but not least, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Got this? I got this. I got this, Drea. I'm sorry. That's okay. Hey, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand, and when you're tempted, he'll show you a way out so you can endure. All right? You can count on God, and you can count on God, and you can count on God. You can. When you put your trust in him, it is not misplaced, and I want you to know this. It's really important. That's why I'm telling you so to channel Dr. Seuss for a moment, all right? When life gets hard, the other thing I want that's a part of this, for us who are finishing the race, for us who are finishing the race, we can encourage others. In your envelopes, you also have some uh, labels in there of the scriptures that Drea and Jill just read to you. Only those are labels. And if you stick those on your cap, <laughs> you can stick a couple on your cap I want to talk to you grown-ups for a minute. When I look at your cap, Dawn, and I see the things that are written there, I go, I think to, my, I think to myself, that is so not true. You've got this. You can do this. Isn't that weird? And I bet when you look at the ones that are on mine, don't you feel the same way? So... Here's the truth, grown-ups, that's really important. The stuff that we tell ourselves when we don't want to persevere, when we don't want to hang Jesus, other people who are looking into our lives because they love us, they believe in us, you know what they think? How could you believe that? That's so stupid. That's so not true. God's got you. You've got this. And yet, it's stuck. 
And one of the ways that you can help is, it, we put them on labels, is God's word and God's promises, all right? So you can, those things, that's why we made them labels instead of post-it notes. We hope they will stick more, all right? So if you want, you can take your little cap off, all right? I won't make you wear it the rest of, the rest of church. You may be getting crown burn at this point. But if you want to hang this from your rearview mirror in your car or put this on your desk as a reminder, and people will be like, why do you have that? And you can say, well, sometimes I feel like I want to quit. And these are the things that I believe are true, but you know what? They're not true. And I can actually count on God. God can use you. You can have a bigger role. Look at what the writer of Hebrews says later. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. Work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. It's what James Ballard would call community, and he's spot on, right? We do this by cheering each other on. We do this by encouraging each other. And when I look at your cap and I go, you know what? That is so not true. You can do this. You've got this. I believe in you. And I mean that. You know what? Dawn's thinking to herself, you know what? I think I can do this. I think that's right. And so we have this ability to cheer one another on. Here's a guy who next month is retiring. Do you know who this is? This is Mr. Fisk, my high school band director. Now get this, he just took this picture last week. He taught me high school band in the early 1980s. Some of the grown-ups right now are like, I want to drink whatever juice. <laughs> I want to drink whatever juice that man has. Give it to me now. <laughs> When I was a freshman and sophomore and junior in high school, I did not believe in myself. I was not sure that I could count on God, but Mr. Fisk was sure of both things. And he would say to me, Mark, I can believe you do anything you want to. And Mark, I want you to know something. God's at work in your life. God's at work in your life. And God is doing things and it's gonna open doors and God is gonna use you to make a difference in the world. And you know what? Turns out, he was right. You and I can do that for each other. And I hope and pray that we will take, our, take advantage of that in the days ahead. Here's why this is important. So many things in life require perseverance. So many things in life. People who tell me, I want to get a PhD. Let me tell you, it has nothing to do with how smart you are. It has everything to do with perseverance. The people who have PhDs are the people who Hang, or who, who hanged tough. They hung in there. They did the work. They hung in there. They did the work. They hung in there. They did the work. There are some people who have PhDs in this congregation. They can tell you. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> okay. Marriage. For a lot of us who have been married more than 20 years, we would say there's conflict, and sometimes I understand the conflict and issues are hard to overcome, but sometimes hanging in there, right? I'm so glad I hung in there for some of the times that Jenny wanted to kill me, and rightly so. <laughs> and I'm glad she hung in there, okay? Staying in one church or one city for any length of time. I can't tell you how many Asbury students I meet, and they've got a call, and they, 
they want to they, they wanna change the world and they want to do all these things, but they're in one church for three months and another church for two weeks and another church for six weeks, and they don't have anybody in a community of faith that's going, you know what, here's some things in you. Here's some things in your heart. Yes, we believe in you. Try this. Walk away from that. You get that in the context of community, all right? And then, let's be honest, sticking with piano lessons. That takes perseverance, okay? I would suggest to you today that the thing that is most worthwhile sticking with is Jesus. Of all the decisions I've made in my life, that it is a decision I don't regret to this day, and I'm going to do everything I can with God's help to stick with Jesus until I finish this marathon, because it's worth it, all right? I want to pray for you guys, and then we're going to watch something, and we're going to sing some more. God, help us to have the virtue of perseverance. It's hard. Wah, we're afraid. We don't want it to stop. Sometimes we're not sure you're in the midst of it. We feel alone. We feel like we can't. We feel like it's too hard. And all of those things are not true. So God, help us to persevere. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.